Well, hello, everybody. It's August 15th. Can you absolutely believe it? The middle of August? Already. The dog days? August 15th. Well, not only has school just started, but all of you out there have somehow made it to the We Are MCBS podcast for today's episode, and I'm excited. I'm Jason Gillette, and with me here at the desk, we've got the effervescent Pete Episcopo. Ooh, effervescent today, yeah. You're just bubbling. Yeah, I think both of us, we're in that effervescent mode this morning in the dog days of summer. Right. Well, you and I both know to get our coffee on the way in. That's right. Not everybody's learned that yet, but that's okay. Well, we'll find out in a second. Depends how that woo crew uh, (laughs) responds, (laughs) and then we'll we'll gauge it. Yeah. Speaking of which, we're we're blessed to be at the table here with an amazing group of people. The woohoo crew. Hello, everybody. Woo! I would say that's like better than morning blend. I'm not even (laughs) sure what they've been drinking. I'm a little concerned now. Nothing light roast about that. (laughs) That is totally like got the verve. Well, for all of the school-aged kids out there, summer is coming to a crashing end. And for those of us at Full Sail, every day is summer. It's a beautiful day here in Winter Park. And I can't believe that we're just sitting here talking about some of the things we're talking about, including Creative Jam. Pete, what in the heck is this? We're like, we're a month away and I can can hardly even take it. Yeah, I know. This this one came up quick on us, uh, but this is, it's it's time for another Creative Jam here at Full Sail. And for those of you that don't know, it's an Adobe Creative Jam. We have this partnership, obviously, with Adobe. And uh, so we get to do this Creative Jam. This is our third year doing it at Full Sail. Coming up quick, it's going to be on Thursday, September 13th, and in the EB Auditorium. It's an inspiring hands-on design experience that demonstrates and celebrates creative collaboration. So what does that mean? Basically, it's a full-sale student's opportunity to work with other motivated campus mates to learn valuable skills. They network with industry professionals, but they can also come in the role of being a competitor, and they can be teamed up with someone else. There's like categories like photography, motion graphics, social media. Campaign is going to be one of the categories. MCBS students, ahem, ahem. And then you get to kind of compete for one of a number of highly coveted, gorgeous looking. Adobe Creative Jam trophies. They're crystal clear, like really beautiful. And then, of course, winners also get like a year of Creative Cloud that they can use after they graduate, stuff like that. Lots of Adobe swag. We're going to have Mama Sauce coming. Kathy Craven would be interested to know that Michael Cardwell is coming and uh, the folks from Digital Brew. So we have guest speakers like that that come and share. And it's just one great evening for students to either come as a participant in the competition or just to come and hang out and hear all the great guest speakers, see all the cool people there and just enjoy a night out. That's just amazing. I got to tell you the networking sounds like the big money. Yeah. When you play a game and you collaborate with other people, you like form a bond with them. I've been to networking events where you hand out cards and say four words and then you're gone Mm -hmm. and the cards all end up in the garbage. When you go to battle with somebody and you and your team are working on something all day, that's a different kind of networking. You're building a relationship and this is cross program. So film students and audio recording students, any Anybody that wants to come in. You know, even if you're like using Adobe tools, let's say, and they're not the number one thing in your program, but you've got some game, you, you want to go. You want to check it out and, and network and do all that stuff too. But yeah, it is a great night out. It goes from the competitors kind of arrive at like 3.30-ish so they can get all set up. And then after that, everybody else comes from like, I think, 7 to 10. And if memory serves, MCBS students have won some of those coveted trophies in the past. Oh, right? you brought home the stuff. Right. Yeah, it's been good. MCBS has been very well represented the last two years. So we'll see who comes out this year. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. So mark your calendars, folks. September 13th, Thursday. Yeah. All right. 
Up next, we have something else to talk about, and this time we're going to be talking to our very own Tyler Ozzy Oswald, and he's got some very interesting news about Google and a cutting-edge plan they have. Ooh, Google. Cutting-edge. Yeah. What's happening over there, Tyler? So, as we know that at the dawn of time of podcasting days, who has been the number one person controlling podcasts? The MCBS hour? No. Yeah. Okay, so it's just thought, yeah. I was going to say Steve Jobs, but... <laughs> Apple it is. Yeah. So right now, the big thing is that Google's finally jumping in. They're taking a dive. They're going to try to do podcasts on the level that Apple has. So especially for Android users, this is a huge deal because we've been suffering with third party apps to get all those beautiful RSS feeds onto our phones. And some of them are paid. Some of them aren't. The one thing I do miss is Apple for their podcasts. And now that Google's trying to do it, it's like, yay. The big thing about it is that nobody thinks it's going to be bad. Nobody thinks it's going to fail their platforms. All right. But they're wondering how much to marketing they will do because it is projected that is what will be the yes or the no for Google Podcasts is how well they market it. What do you think what initiated this? Like why would they suddenly jump into the whole fray here? Lately, I've been seeing Google just kind of seeing where every market's going and it's just like, all right, we can do that. All right, we can do that. All right, we can do that. They're trying to get everybody like a certain Pete Episcopo onto a Google workflow. So why not have the podcast there readily available? Because it's a piece of content that is becoming more and more consumed, actually. People would almost say, you know, video killed the radio star, but podcasting is becoming bigger and bigger almost, and Google will probably find a way to make it even more accessible to the everyman. It, it's such a survivor, isn't it? Like the things that we were even teaching years ago, like podcasting, blogs, they somehow survived yeah. all this. Well, that's probably what we is when we get much older. We'll look back at times like this and we get to start looking at the evolution of the technology in which things died out yeah. and which things did stand that decade or two of transition and, and make it to the end. And who knew? Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? I got to tell you, uh, I'm feeling like Google is going to be working really hard to change the name of podcast because podcasting mm. comes from Apple's iPod. Yeah. Wow. And now Google's got to somehow integrate themselves into this podcasting world and use that Apple-derived name. That's got to be galling. Ooh, yeah, and there's nothing in that word Google that, I mean, my brain is not doing anything with that, with cast Google. No. No, it's Google just casting. No cast. Just imagine how Canon feels right now, though. Every time somebody goes to use a printer, they're like, I'm going to make a Xerox. <laughs> yeah. Like, that yeah, must be the situation yeah. Google's yeah. in right now. Or you use a Kleenex, right? Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like store brand tissue, but you go to yeah. use a Kleenex. Q-tip. I can think of a bunch of these. <laughs> I feel bad for Hydrox every time somebody refers to them as Oreo. Oh, Oreo. Come yeah. On. Give them some credit. All right. Well, good luck to Google. I know that there's a lot on the line out there for you. And I also know, Google, that you're willing to drop anything immediately when it doesn't work for mm -hmm. you. And you've broken my heart a few times. I mm -hmm. hope if you start this and we all get attached to it, you follow through and keep it going and don't just mothball it. Yeah. Google, I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you. Right at you, Google. <laughs> Can't tell, but I am. All right. I'm done looking at you, Google. And next up, we're going to talk about uh, something that's really right up Tasia's alley. Uh, Tasia. Is it, though? Yeah, it is. Of okay. course. We have ourselves uh, a robot clearly destined to take over the world. 
Maybe. Perhaps. Maybe. And it's a Enki? Enki robot? What the heck is this? They're calling it the Vector robot. So basically, it's like a, think of like Alexa or the Google Assistant in like Wally form. Mm -hmm. It looks like that. So it's an assistant for you. It can fist bump, obviously assist you with things, and also create its own hobbies. So when they premiered it, he was kind of just like, just let it do its own thing. You know, let it roam around the house. And I don't know. I feel like it's made specifically for people who like technology. It's, oh, yeah, this is like my little companion. You know what I mean? A little robot thing. But it can do things like message your kids. So if Jason needs his daughter to take the trash out, it will face recognize her, right? And then when she comes in the house, it's like, hey, girl, you need to take the trash out. Sold. Yeah. Man, <laughs> you know how to market to me. That's we're, basically what We're looking is. at pictures of this right now, and it, it looks like a cross, actually, between Wally and Eva. It looks like because it's got the little Eva eyes on it. It does it have does. eyes. It does have and eyes. And if those things were looking at me when I got in the, like... Does this thing have a voice, by the way? It says it makes like little chimes, I guess. But I guess it would have some type of voice if it has to deliver like a message to someone. Okay, because that thing could be a little creepy looking at you through the darkness at night if you get up, which I tend to do. So it needs to have a little voice just going like, hello, like something (laughs) endearing or cute. Because if that thing just looks at me and then, yeah. Well, maybe it goes to sleep. Well, if it has a hobby, (laughs) its hobby should be staying out of my way when I get up at night and not scary. I don't want to step on that thing. It's kind of tiny and cute though it really is it is yeah but i mean learning hobbies i'm already a little skeptical i want to take over the world that's my hobby (laughs) oh okay okay vector (laughs) vector overlords i I would get creeped out if it started inviting other little robots over to the house like then i would get like yeah you get you walk in there's three of them sitting there and they're hanging out watching like they're binge watching something (laughs) they all just roll up through the driveway like hey they they turn to you when you walk in the door you need to take out the trash (laughs) while they're binge watching something like what's wrong with that It'll be wow. available October 2018 for $250. That's not too bad for, like, it depends if it gets the job done, but that... But it doesn't know. really have a job. Like, it does, but it doesn't. It's everybody that wanted a DJ Roomba. It's it's allowing them to, to bring DJ Roomba to life, because you know that thing's going to play music for you. Maybe. Vector, play Jimmy Buffett. That's what's going to happen. If it could bring me the remote, like, find the remote, or can you put some more ice in this drink for me? Like, can it do any yeah. of that? Pass me the butter. No, it can't. The stuff you don't, well, I don't want to get into down a a road here, but yeah, like the stuff that's just frustrating when you're sitting around the house. As long as that thing is just going to be sitting there looking at you, go do something I need you to do. And then it's 250 bucks might be worth it. Pete, I think you just hit on what their actual market is. It's going to be the attachments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bring, bring me a yes. beer attachment, the mm-hmm. rake the lawn attachment. Rake the lawn. Yeah, now we're talking. That's changing everything. How is it going to rake the lawn? With the attachment. It'll go hook itself up to the little lawn oh attachment. Oh my God. The world is going to end. See the dishes. <laughs> See the dishes. Was, no one put in the dishwasher. They just left them up there on the counter. Yeah, get those things in the dishwasher. And then it's yeah. going to be like, yeah, your family sucks. Let's like <laughs> kill them. And I'd be a part of your family now. Like yeah. this is just going to end bad. Watch Very those little bad. guys. I'm telling you, be Mm -hmm. careful. Well, thank you, Tasia. That was a terrifying look at our future. uh, You're welcome. You know, I'm also excited about what the what the future holds. So excited and terrified all at the same time. Thank you. Uh, Thank (laughs) you. And next up, we're going to talk about something. Instead of looking forward, we're going to be looking a little bit into the past. We're going to be talking about a job posting for what is normally 
I can't believe this is somebody's job. And we, we say that in a way that's like, wow, I can't believe it's somebody's job. This time it's going to be more like an eye rolling. Can't believe this is somebody's job. What in the heck do we have here, Alexis? So there was a listing for an aerial photographer pilot. Oh, so a drone pilot, somebody that goes out and flies a drone, captures footage, that kind of thing? Absolutely not. (laughs) No, so this is like, again, kind of going old school. They're actually looking for a legitimate pilot, someone who can run a single engine airplane and has skills in photography. So this company, it's Castle Woodworks Incorporated. They're located in South Dakota. So the nice Midwest, they utilize these photographer pilots to get images of local ranches, farms, real estate, commercial business listings, residential properties. So it's not like huge aerial photography or video or anything like that. It's more local, it's smaller. And so you'd think that they would go to someone with a drone. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of like, unless they're doing like spiral dives or things like, you know, you're making a film, I'm still not seeing why you need this. Exactly. So with all the money that's going into one paying this pilot for their experience, the gas that they use, the actual plane that they have, whereas you could just pay someone who's on the ground using a drone. When I first heard about this, I assumed, and you know, we shouldn't assume, I assumed that they were going to be flying up at 10 and 20,000 feet and shooting large swaths of land, like mapping. And I I would say that would make sense. But if we're talking real estate, ranches, and farms, that is now the drone's purview. That is where you will hire a drone pilot to handle any of that. Exactly. So I'm baffled why they're going into this caveman style aerial photography, because this is really how the cave men did it they flew airplanes around <laughs> yeah. maybe i went back too far but that is how they did it like five and ten years ago and it's certainly not the way that we're doing it now i mean yeah. you would think there, there's still so many needs for pilots like especially in a place like that where let's say there's a, a lightning strike fire or something mm-hmm. and you've got to have people pilot over and go ahead and dust on top of the fire and yeah. try to put out to use that for just something that a drone could do i'm still yeah unless you really got to get up in the twenty thousand thirty thousand feet i'm not still not seeing it well alexis i appreciate you bringing this to us it's always fun to point and laugh at people that haven't yet made the transition to the the 21st century (laughs) and usually we get to see some amazing jobs that are are shockingly astounding and uh, sometimes i guess it is nice to look and see where we've come from and where we're headed yeah so thanks for that yeah no problem all right boy i gotta tell you guys i am so amped for the rest of today because what a what a fun way to kick the day off hanging out here with you pete always and the the woohoo crew Yeah, this is like, can't can't even think of a of a day where I wouldn't want to do this, man. It's not doesn't even feel like work, right? And it's not, especially no. now because we're gonna we're gonna head to the beach. That's it. Thanks, everybody. Have a beautiful rest of your day and a beautiful rest of your week, and we'll see you next Wednesday. Bye bye. Bye bye.